Pause and Play Podcast by Jessica Perkins. Bite-sized inspiration for reflection and connection. Living, loving, parenting, and reparenting the playful way. Cultivating connection and growing forward together. Whether you are a child or a grown-up, play actually helps reduce stress hormones, gives us more energy and the opportunity to show up in presence and connection. Play is as good for your soul as it is for your child's spirit. In addition to the developmental benefits for children, play can reawaken and relax parts of your brain that help you live more in the moment, creating the opportunity for connection to yourself and your people through presence. I believe grown-ups need to add play into their daily lives just as much as children need to live in play. When they are deeply lost in their imaginative worlds, anything is possible. Children have a unique way of seeing the world. Possibilities are endless, literally. They don't have the past experiences of failure to block their open-minded problem-solving capacity. They string together ideas and concepts in a way that's no pressure. Where they are just toying with, manipulating and experimenting, trying, calibrating, recalibrating, failing, getting up and trying again. With words and thoughts and ideas and concepts and physics and art and language and culture and community and pretend. Can you imagine a grown-up world with so little judgment and so filled with possibilities? This is from the How to Play with Your Kids guide by Jessica Perkins from The Playful Way Pause and Play podcast. I'm going to take time to discuss each of these awarenesses and I want you to know that there is a free guide available for you to print out at home so that if these resonate with you and you want to be reminded of them you can go and sign up and get a free copy of the how to play with your kids guide at jessicaperkins.com and there are some each of these are laid out there are visuals and you can hang them up around your house. I am such a visual person that having words and mantras and pictures around really helps to keep me holding my intention close to me and reminds me as I'm going through my day to pause and come back to the thing that I'm finding or feeling super important at that time. So having visuals of this around my house is totally my jam. It may or may not be yours, but it's there if you want to see it, if you want to print it, and if you want it to be around your house as little bits of reminders and also little bits of knowing that you are in this with a community of other parents who are wanting to welcome purposeful, playful parenting into your homes and into your life 
as a way to build connection and cultivate that connection at home. Mommy, mommy, will you play with me? Hearing these words usually comes with a bit of biting my tongue. Even for me, the mom who believes wholeheartedly in the value of play, even for me, the mom who's built a career around designing play things, even for me, the mom who believes that all human beings, including grown-ups, should invite play into their lives. So why then, when I hear, will you play with me, do I have to bite my tongue? Why is my first internal reaction to cringe? Why does it take mindfulness and intention and a conscious choice to engage in such a basic human form of connection? Because that's ultimately what it is, a bid for connection. A child asks us to play because their play is the work of childhood, because they are inviting us into their world. Asking these five simple words to me is an honor. It's a way for them to reach out, pull me close, show love and connect. And yet, I always interpret those words as an invitation to connect. I usually see it as a chore. Ugh. While I'm sitting down to play, my mind races to all the other things I should be doing or could be doing. I have a hard time slowing down my thoughts my stream of consciousness enough to be present. I think I have to direct what this interaction needs to look like or model something exceptional or teach something amazing. It feels like pressure, like a burden, when really play is the joy of childhood. Children don't say, I've had a hard day, can we talk? They say, Will you play with me? That's a quote from Lawrence Cohen from Playful Parenting. So how do I turn off my to-do lists and tap into the peace inside my soul that can nurture connection and the ability to show up messy and play? How do I invite play back into my life? How to play with your children, guidepost number five, follow their lead. Follow their lead. If it's pretend play, follow your child's feet. If it's building play, allow your child to make mistakes. Wait for them to ask for help before correcting them. I might even scratch that part out. You don't need to correct them. But if a child is really feeling frustrated and is asking for your help, there's a difference between scaffolding, which is supporting them to try again and to see what's going on and their own frustration level. And if their frustration tolerance is to the point where like they've tried and they've tried, they can't, they can't figure out how to make something happen and they're asking directly for your help, then give them your help. This isn't about doing anything the right way. There is no right way in play. Play is about experimenting and learning along the way without judgment. There is no right or wrong way to play. A fallen tower gives us just as much information about physics 
and science as a standing one. Follow your child's lead. Now that my children are a little bit older, we continue to homeschool and use the follow their lead model, except that we call it follow our feet, follow our feet learning. We homeschool, but we do self-directed learning school. And so I would consider us lifelong learners. We follow the rabbit hole. We follow their feet. We question and we ask curiosities, we share questions, we find answers to questions individually and share them together. If there is something that we are curious about, we follow it. Natural curiosity is an amazing seed to learning and growth and development. And so empowering your young person to by following their lead also kind of sets this groundwork up for trusting them to to ask the questions that they need to have asked trusting them to follow their feet to the answers that they need to have answered and knowing that you'll be a supportive person role in that process and if they are asking for help or if they want to know more about something that they don't know about that you're going to be there as a safe space as a guide and a facilitator to help connect them with the things that they need as you can tell this is really about building trust and connection in our between again so that they will always have a bridge back but that they are growing in independence and that they are growing in self-esteem and feeling like they have a voice in their own decisions and their play and in their life. Tune in next week to continue the conversation on how to play with your kids. A guide to parenting with purpose and play. Shifting your mindset so that you can engage in connection at home. Come join our community and play along with us in our Facebook group, The Playful Way. That's playful with two L's because you can't help anyone fill their cup without first filling your own. You can also find us on Instagram at The Playful Way and Mama May I Shop. You can find our handmade toys at www.mamamayi.shop. And you can find more tips, tricks, and resources for living and loving the playful way and growing forward together at jessicaperkins.com.